welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. Brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, it's the only podcast offering unfiltered guidance and direct advice for all things concerning financial advisors, RIAs, and the practitioners in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcast. And now, here's your host, Frank LaRosa. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. I am your host, Frank LaRosa. And once again, we are here today to hopefully bring some um, insight, uh, some ideas, some thoughts and education to our audience. Um, I am pleased to be joined again uh, by the vice president of Elite Consulting Partners, Stacey Frank. Stacey, welcome to the show. Thank you, everybody. Looks like she'll be a, a regular guest, a regular, uh, not a guest, but a regular co-host, uh, co-host, um, because uh, we make a, a, a dynamic duo and a very dangerous duo. So um, anyways, glad to have you here. This is going to be interesting because Stacey and I talk all the time, all day long, and we talk about all these different things. And so you all are now going to be able to sort of get some insight into and be like a have a seat at the table of, of the things that we talk about on a daily basis, which are really all about financial advisors and helping them um, in whatever direction they want to go. Um, so for the first time listeners, welcome to the show. If you're listening on iTunes or, or Spotify or whatever, uh, don't forget we have a YouTube channel which is Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. You can see us, check us out, see our nice, cool little studio and our sign and all that good stuff. Anyway, so this week we were talking about um, some stuff going on, um, both at our firm and just with some advisors that we work with. You know, when we talk to an advisor that's making a move uh, and, you know, our, our main purpose was really helping them get to the right firm. But a lot of times what we end up talking to them about is also growing their business and setting up their structure. And I don't, know, I don't want to call it coaching. It's coaching to a degree, but we end up getting into the weeds on uh, the their business side of it. Um, and we've talked recently with some advisors about core values. And we've had, a, we've had some shows in the past talking about core values, um, but it's sort of timely because as we're growing our firm uh, and we're, you know, 65, 70 people strong now, um, what I found as a leader and, with, and what Stacey and I talk about all the time is we use our core values as almost like a thermostat or, or, or a gauge on how things are going. Um, our people that are here, the, the right people that are here, when we're looking at new people coming in, are they the right person to come in? And having our set of core values allows us to measure everybody against those things. And what we were talking about coming into the end of the year was advisors that sort of drift, right? So you may have a set of core values and we can talk about why you need core values in the first place if you don't. But the other thing, which is um, something that I believe is happening or it happens to me, happens to us, um, is you drift. And what, I, what I mean by drifting is you sort of get um, complacent with what you're doing and you sort of drift away from those things. And it's really important to come back to those. So so Stacey, you were talking about this this week and why it was important. So in terms of your, your leadership and the way you, you view things and the advisors you're talking to, what are some of the things that you feel, and maybe you can talk about our, our core values, but what are the, some of the consistent, consistent things that you've seen with advisors that, you know, the separators between the guys, the, the practices that have core values and the ones that don't have core values? It's a great question. So what advisors or really any businesses sometimes fail to do is really have a definition of who they want to be 
What's the message that they want to portray to their clients or within the culture of their firm? And without some kind of defined core values for the for everybody to go by, you're just kind of winging it. Um, and we decided, so I joined Elite Consulting about five and a half years ago. Um, and about a year or so in, you came to us and said, we sort of have operating ethics and principles, but in reality, it's not really defined. So you came to those of us that were there and said, what's important to you? What gets you up every day? What's important to you in, in the way that you service your your clients, which for us is our advisors? So we sort of did um, a real deep dive and, and self-reflection on what's most important to us. And just to tap on a few, it's commitment to team, commitment to client and success, integrity and professionalism. Now, that's something that really drove us, and we're not going to get in the detail of it right now, but why it's so important. And when we talk to advisors that maybe think they have core values or operate in a certain way, they really don't. It's not defined. Like for us, it's on the walls. It's on all of our training. When we talk with advisors in those conversations, we, we basically describe them to them. It's on our website. I it's mean, on, it's on know, our website. Yeah. I mean, we, look, you you have to be proud of the, those core values. or And when you when you put them out there, right, you, now you have to follow them because now somebody can hold you accountable to them. Um, you know, one of them, one of the ones I think that you had a lot of influence on um, was commitment to, con- you know, continued learning, right? That is a really important thing because if you, if you believe that you know everything that you need to know, um, you're going to, you're going to end up in a bad situation. So for us, it's always about learning, learning, learning. And the other one is commitment to uh, firm and family, right? Firm and family connection. We believe that firm and family connection is really important because if you can build a successful career, um, everybody has sort of personal things that happen in their lives and in life and, you know, you got kids going to college and all sorts of stuff, right? And if you have a successful career, whether it's in financial services, whether it's recruiting, it doesn't matter what it is. It's a it's a general uh, thesis, really. But if you have a, a successful business, then allows you to have a more fulfilled home life. Right. And because that, and I say fulfilled because that means something different for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so we thought that was really important. But it really came down to, like Stacey, you're saying, who we are, right? Who we want to be and what are those driving things that we want to, that are unquestionable, right? And, you, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a goal to achieve, right? It's never like if you're, if you're checking all the boxes and you don't have to work very hard to, to achieve your core values, they're not good enough core values. Um, right. And I think what happens sometimes is we get into the routine, we get into the rut of the day-to-day, the minutia of working, servicing our clients, working together as a team. What happens is we, some, unless they're defined, what, what, where's the accountability? You know, it, it's every day I walk into the office, it's, it's on the wall. So if I'm feeling like a little bit of, of, you know, down in a day or something's not going well, I can always go back to that. I always have them to refer back to and say, Okay, just remember commitment to client, commitment to success, commitment to, to, to team, all those things. So, yeah, and w- what we tried to do, and, and to give some full sort of more color, we basically went to everybody at the firm and we did, we almost like took a poll, like a right? survey, like a survey. Um, and then we sort of quantified it and we put a spreadsheet together because everyone know, that knows me knows I love spreadsheets. Um, and so we sort of added them all up and then we further narrowed it down. Uh, you know, let's call it, there was probably 25 different, you know, core values people talked about. And we, we narrowed it down to, to 10 and then we narrowed it down further 
Um, really, the so the management team then took it further um, and narrowed it down. And the core values, I think what's important to, to work through is core values need to, in my in my opinion, um, carry over from into your into your personal life. So we have one of them is commitment to faith. And it's not necessarily a religious faith. It's a faith in, in a process, in the process, in things will work out, right? Do what you do, do it consistently, do it with integrity and professionalism, mm-hmm. right? Um, which is key. And things will work out the way they're supposed to work out. And the reason it's important is because life can get challenging, right? And if, and if you don't have some level of faith in something, some higher power, some spirit, some process that you can hold on guiding to. Guiding principles. Guiding principles, life can get stressful. Right. And so that's something that we rely on, you know, when 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 one of our consultants, or, you know, you've done this, right, where you think a deal's going south on you, right? And you go back to commitment to faith. We talk about faith. Let's trust the process. It'll work through. And so, you know, I think that you you really, you know, you were, you were newer here, but you were sort of uh, really helped with that. Um, yeah. your, your site, your master's degree in psychology, um, probably helped a little bit with that. Yeah. Well there, you know, it was, it was a collaborative effort for us. And that's one of the things that we talk to advisors about that are building their businesses or going to private practice or want to enhance the experience that, that their, that their employees or that their clients have with them is go back to those guiding principles, really think about them. What gets you up every day, have them defined. And the fact that we did it in a collaborative way, we felt got more buy-in from the people that we brought here. It wasn't just, no offense, Frank deciding, yeah. here's our principles, follow them. It really was, we really thought through this and it 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 helped us define the culture of our firm. And I think why, one of the reasons that we're attracting so much talent here. It, it took so, us um, It took us about six months. Yeah, it was from, long. From start to finish. It wasn't easy. Yeah, because <laughs> it's it's not one of those things where you can decide down like six months later. Ah, you know what? Let's change that core value, right? Um, and I was just thinking about this because you you made this comment about clients. If you're a financial advisor and you're thinking about your core values, you, you need to think about it. it it's got to be multifaceted. So it's core values that your organization lives and operates by, and that includes, you know, w- how do you present yourself to your clients. And what kind of clients are you willing to take? Because when you have a set of core values, your clients should match those core values, right? Not just, I want to I bring a, an $8 million account in, but if that individual, once you get to know them, maybe doesn't match whatever core values you decide to, to, to choose, right? Um, and you think that's going to be disruptive to your team, uh, then you don't take on that client. That's where you have to, where you have to go. We, we, look a little inside baseball, but we've made some decisions over the last 12 months or so, right? Um, Which were tough, tough decisions that I don't know if we could have made um, if we didn't have core values to lean on. Meaning if we didn't have, not a backstop, right? But, you know, it sort of, it gives you a game plan, right? And so, and we we feel better about those decisions. And that's what core values allows you to operate on, so we say we hire on core values and we fire on core values, right? For a financial advisor, you should also hire and fire clients based on core values. And so thinking about that stuff, and we, we're bringing this up now, I think because we're coming into the end of the year and we find that a lot of advisors are starting to talk about planning and what's their next year gonna look like, 2024. And they, just too many advisors step over this. They think it's too, too soft, too, 
they don't want to spend the time. Right. It's not easy. They don't spend the time because <laughs> you have to be somewhat self-reflective. You have to be, you know, honest with yourself, with what's important to you. Um, and look, when we narrowed it down to seven core values, it wasn't like the other 20 sort of values that everybody had weren't good, but you have to be able to narrow it down, quantify it, and and be able to articulate what it is and why it's a core value of yours. So that when you tell your clients and, and people, this is another thing where advisors make a mistake. They have a set of core values and they don't tell their clients about it, right? Because it's not client facing. But the reality is clients wanna know those things that you operate with a certain level of, and they all assume you operate with integrity, right? But there are other things that drive you that make your practice special. Like what separates you? I think that's where you're talking about what, what separates you from the competitors? How are you different? We get asked all the time, why should I work with you? Um, I get these calls all the time. But in reality, we have a set of core values that allow us to service our advisor clients better than anybody. Um, we have those core values so that we can build a tremendous culture here that attracts people to come. If we just willy-nilly it and they're not defined, then who are we really? And that's the advice that we provide out there in the marketplace and really encourage our clients, our advisors to to do the same. Right, because if you think about what our what our main purpose in why we're here, right? Why why do we do what we do? That is to, to deliver the best transition advice we possibly can to financial advisors in the financial advisor community. That's sort of like our goal, right? We always say sort of tagline, we help advisors transition their, their hopes and dreams into reality. And so the way we look at, when we talk about growing our firm, the, the more people we have here, at Elite, we're at 65 or 70 some old people, right? But the more people we have here, the more advisors we can help. So we look at core values as a way to attract the, the best talent we can on the street to then provide the best advice we can to the financial advisor community. So there is this direct correlation to why core values are important and which is what you know a lot of advisors, we say it's not about the money, but it's about the money, right? And you might be thinking about, well, how does this help me generate revenue, <laughs> right? Um, because you'll operate at a different level, because it there are correlations to attracting better talent, attracting, if you're if you're a independent broker dealer or an RIA, and you're trying to attract recruits, you know, re recruits, you're trying to attract new advisors uh, or new portfolio managers or whatever, new staff, this is how you make more money because these are the things that, somebody wants to go to. Someone wants to go to a firm that has some direction. Right, it shows um, consistency. We know who we are, we know who we want to be, and we know how we want to service our clients, our advisors out in the marketplace. We know what that messaging is and our core values really drives us and really holds us accountable to what to that right. level of service, that standard. Right, and look, it wasn't, it was, it was fun and, um, and rewarding to do it. And what I'll tell you as a sort of a leader of, of the organization and along with Stacey, like, Stacey basically helps me run the company. Um, and at the beginning, when I say we hire and fire, it was a little bit uncomfortable at the beginning to say no to somebody or to ask someone to sort of politely like not be here anymore um, because of the core values. But I can tell you um, it, it's been the best thing that we've ever done at the firm um, in terms of, and as a leader helping me Sometimes I have this tendency to like um, hope and dream someone's going to change, right? Um, but the reality is a lot of people don't. And so it gives me almost like a, a rule, you know, sort of a rule book or a playbook, a rule book, yeah. right? 
to be able to say, okay, well, here are the rules, right? Um, you know, uh, you only get you only get four downs to get a first down in football. Like I'm a rules guy, so I can follow. So for me, it was like, oh, this is, makes it easy for me now, right? And now I can sort of take some of my emotion out of things sometimes and say, well, these are the issues that we're dealing with. These person, da, 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 da. so we're not going to again. We'll, we'll do another episode where we sort of get into and we'll go into our core values. But we do again. We practice what we preach. Our core values are on our website. We are, I believe, the only uh, firm in our world that that posts those things because we're proud of them. Um, and you know, it's something that everyone should do. I think that you should be thinking about as you're coming into the end of the year. You should be thinking about. Number one, if you, if you have core values, congratulations. Um, if you have those core values, how are you articulating what those are to your clients? Don't keep them a secret. We talk about our core values to our clients all the time. And you might think, well, they don't, how does, you know, um, continuous, you know, commitment to continued learning, uh, what does that matter to a financial advisor that's looking to make a move? Well, because they should, they should know that we are constantly learning about opportunities out there to make sure that our advice is as good as we possibly can get it. And current, right. Right, and, and current, right? And and the best deals, and what's, what are the best deals out there and platforms and technology and all of those things. And that's why, that's why we talk about it. So we wanted to sort of keep these really, really on point um, and just give you a little bit of something to think about um, because you need to be thinking about this. It's not like portfolio management and you, know, you, you, you don't charge a fee for it. It's you working on your business right? Taking a step back, working on your business, being honest and truthful with yourself and your team, bring your team into it, right? And it, look, if you have, if you're, if you're a financial advisor and you're at Morgan Stanley or Merrill Lynch or a retail firm, it's, it's you and your assistant. That's okay too. Like that, that you can still set your core values. What are your core values for your practice? Do you have an account minimum? Do you, you know, those, those types, not account minimum is not a core value, but but your standards. But, but your standards, right? Who do you want to be? Who do you right. want to attract to your practice, whether it's people or clients? Right. And so how you operate, how your assistant op operates. Um, think about those things. What I would tell you, is if, if you want to have a conversation, um, you you can give us a call. We'd be more than happy to sort of walk you through, again, how we went through things. Um, talk about, you know, if you want to run by your core values with us, give Stacy a call. She's been really great at this. Um, what number can they reach you at? 856-316-7736 or Stacy at EliteConsultingPartners.com. Don't forget the E in Stacy. Yeah. Stacy with, with an E. Um, <laughs> Stacy with an E. And we love we love doing this and because we believe that um if we can help you make your practice better, then we're you know, we're 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 sort of paying it forward uh in, in the industry. So take it seriously. Um don't put it, you know, here's the other thing you don't want to do. You don't want to create a set of core values and then not, and then never talk about them. Like you don't want to just put a set of core values on the wall just because that was the thing you were told to do. Just to say you have them. Right. We have core values. Right. Oh, we have core values. Right. Build what are them, they? And then no one knows. Build them, define them, right. operate by them, abide by them, convey them, attract people to your business, buy those principles and talk to your clients about them for sure. Right. Right. So anyway, Thanks for joining us. Uh, we appreciate it. We hope this gave you some insight. We hope that this maybe gave you a little bit of homework to do. And uh, we hope that it improves your business, um, you know, going forward. And if you ever have any questions, again, call Stacy. Um, if, if you're thinking about making a move, obviously call Stacy. Uh, she's she's great. She's, she's the best at it. 
Um, and we look forward to our next call. Thanks a lot, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. If you're looking for more advice or solutions on any topics in the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to our podcast, head on over to EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcasts.